Arch D1079 Life. James here with you. Amazing show here tonight. I'm a bit starstruck. This is my one big starstruck show of the year that I always get to do when we do a feature on the Adelaide. Well, previously, it's been the Adelaide Adrenaline um, Ice Hockey team. This year, though, there's been a big rebranding. It's all changed. Fresh new look, fresh new logo, fresh new merch, fresh new everything. It's now the Adelaide Rush, and I'm joined by Tess. How are you going, Tess? Good, thanks. Good to be here. And you are one of the, um, what they call the alternate captains this year. Can yes. you explain a bit about what an alternate captain is as opposed to a normal captain? Sure. So in ice hockey, you typically will have a single captain and then two alternate captains. So we just help out to facilitate in other leadership roles, um, but we don't engage in the with the refs and stuff. We're more about the team and you know supporting any decisions that the captain makes. And also, you do have the right, I have looked into this, but you do have the right apparently to challenge the referee if the captain isn't on the ice at the time. Well, that is true and... Uh, <laughs> I guess so. I'm glad that I'm not the captain because I can sometimes uh, be, you know, direct with my words when I'm on the ice. So I like to, to tell myself that, you know, someone else makes that call first. Fantastic. And also Seven joins us. How are you, Seven? I'm good. Fantastic. Now, judging from the accent, very quick, not Adelaide born and bred, definitely not uh, like a Parafield girl, I'd say. A what? <laughs> <laughs> and the point is therefore then proved, yes, that was just picking a random Adelaide suburb there. Oh, yeah. So, yes. Never heard of it. Uh, I moved here from Washington, D.C. about two and a half months ago. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. So you've seen quite a few Capitals games, I would hope. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Very I lived uh, 1K from the Verizon Center. I would oh, walk wow. there and back often. No, I'm a huge Ovechkin nut and have watched literally every possible clip compendium that's been made up of his stuff. Yeah, he's amazing. Yeah. He's, he's really good. He's really good with the community and the... Uh, oh, really? He is yeah, as well? Yeah, he, he does a lot. He um We have a special needs hockey group there and he contributes a lot to uh, the Nova Cats. So. Yeah. So for people who may not know what we're talking about, we're talking about um, Alexander Ovechkin, who is the captain of the Washington's capital and probably the greatest hockey player in the world at the moment. Case could be made for that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah a, good, a very good convincing <laughs> yeah. case could be made. And well, we're going to be chatting all about what's going to be coming up for you guys this season. Bit of background, a bit of history and uh, some interesting stuff coming up a little bit later, playing on the fact that we are all a little bit sci-fi TV nerds <laughs> and seeing who really is out of you two who can take the cake on a quick draw. We're going to try that out very soon. We've also got tons of music. Uh, DJ Snake, Justin Bieber, Beck Runga, Lindsay Sterling, Niall Horan, heaps of stuff right now. This is Sia. You're listening to Arch D 1079 Life. That was the brand new from Takei Maidza. You're listening to Arch D 1079 Life. James here with you and I'm joined today by Seven and Tess from the Adelaide Rush Ice Hockey Team. How are you going, guys? Good. Good. Fantastic. Thanks so much for coming in today uh, to chat about the season that is now happening. It's all underway. Uh, first home games are coming up this weekend coming. Uh, so very excited. We're going to be talking all about that in a second. Tess, to start with, the Adelaide Rush is our city's team in the AWIHL, the Australian Women's Ice Hockey League. Now, up until this year, it was known as the Adelaide Adrenaline, which is also the name of the men's team. Correct. I hope everyone's following. This is not too confusing. Uh, so similar to Adelaide united how it was the men's and women's team with the same name this year it's a new name change can you talk a little bit about how that came to be 
Yeah, sure. So we decided um, during the off-season that we would separate away from the men's club and rebrand ourselves and try and get our own identity and our own um, vision for the team and for the women particularly. Yeah. So Joey Ruzik, who um, has been the coach for the last three years, um, decided to start this big adventure. So he is the president of the new Adelaide Rush Club and um, he's the one who's the driving force between rebranding, giving us a great new logo, great new look of the jersey. It looks fantastic, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. feel really good and um, we look like a team because in the past we've you know had bits of uniform from previous seasons yep. but starting fresh, everyone looks good and you play good when you feel good. So that's been a big part of it. And in seeing the videos that you guys have been releasing on your Facebook page, you can there's a difference, a sense of excitement and a great morale around the whole thing that I've seen. Yeah, definitely. I think the excitement is the really key one is that everyone is keen to be out on the ice. Everyone wants to be there and, and we want to play for the whole of Adelaide and make Adelaide a big hockey centre once again. Oh, you're so inspirational, man. <laughs> <laughs> now, Sam, a lot of new faces on the team this season, including yours. Uh, can you give us a bit of background about where you're from and what road led you here to Adelaide? Uh, well, I am a military brat, so I was born in Michigan and have lived in quite a few states in the US. Um, most recently, I lived in the District of Columbia and I played for American University and the Washington Wolves um, and also a team called Meltdown. They were a beer league house team. Okay. So, uh, and I met my partner there and the in-laws are all here. So, we're so here. So, here you are. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's great. Uh, the people are really friendly. Weather is amazing. Is this going to be your first time experiencing an Australian summer coming up? It is, but I have had four Texas summers and okay, yeah. It's humid. I've heard it's I've heard it's similar, yeah. It's similar but longer from what I'm learning so far because I, I remember it was a, a leap year. That's why it sticks out in my memory. Um, February 29th and it was 102 Fahrenheit, which is pushing 40. Yep. And remember, that's the very end of winter in the States. So it was... <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So February here, you think, oh, it should be hot. But that's February and July and August are even worse. Yeah, so, yeah, that's so right. So I'm, I'm prepared for it and I'm loving the idea of no humidity. The one thing that I will say that you're going to have a very big difference between, say, a Texas summer and uh, an Australian summer is our Mexican food is definitely nowhere near <laughs> as abundant. And I know this is something that you have a great love for. Yes. I, I've, I've had to um, start making things from scratch, but it came from prepared because I have a tortilla press and a comal, which is what you cook oh, the tortillas wow. on. Um, I brought some seasonings and there's, uh, I've befriended a lady named Daniela from Mexico City okay. who cooks Mexican food in the city, so. Mm. Okay, before you go today, we need a couple of really, you've got a couple of ace recipes you can kind of direct us to? Because I'm a massive Mexican food fan. I can I can point you to some websites. Yes, and do. And I we'll put it up on our Facebook. <laughs> People right, can check right. it out. That'd be rad. Fantastic. Now, the first weekend of Games is Done test happened in Sydney. Didn't end up exactly how you would have liked. Can you tell us a bit about it and what it's like getting out there as a team for the first time? Because it was the first time the whole team, because you have interstate people as well, you all got together for the first time. Can you tell us a bit about it? Yeah, it was definitely interesting. As you say, the results were not quite exactly what we wanted. We did go down 6-0 and 8-1. But um, it was fantastic. And But it was a little crazy when you're warming up and you still have to do introductions. You <laughs> By know, the way, hi. I'm that's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
but we because we have we have a one girl Marina from Perth who flew in to meet us, um, Sarah from Canberra, and Tina who lives in Sydney um, met us at the rink. So yeah, that was definitely still a little bit of a oh, what's your name? What's your number? And as soon as you if you called someone a nickname, people would be like, who's that? And but um, you definitely saw that by the end of Sunday when we were all said goodbye at the airport, like we definitely had come together as a team. And I'm already a little bit sad that tonight when we get on the ice for training that those girls yeah. can't be with us because we just it was such a good group and we came together really really well the first home games are coming up this weekend coming yes. we'll be chatting all about that in a second we've also got uh, lots more stuff coming up talking a little bit about um, women's hockey in general worldwide and the movement um, in sport around that we've also got a, a bit of a nerd out session with some uh, I won't give too much away but it's going to be awesome if you're a big Netflix and um, sci-fi politico and crime drama watcher it's definitely going to be up your alley so hang around Arch D Radio one zero seven nine Life. Uh, HD 107.9 Life. James here with you. That was Justin Bieber and DJ Snake. we got lots more music on the way. Beck Runga, Lindsay Sterling, Martin Garrix on the way. I'm here with Seven and Tess from the Adelaide Rush ice hockey team. Fantastic to have you here today, guys. Now, Seven, look, I would imagine in playing hockey, I've never done it, not through lack of wanting. The biggest impediment I have, impediment? Impediments? Impediment? Impediment? The biggest impediment. You just yeah. said that with an impediment and that was fantastic uh, uh, it's the accent uh it's not you seriously <laughs> come on the accent is amazing now i would imagine that the most difficult thing about getting someone onto the ice the first time to play ice hockey would be the skating is yeah. that right or is it a combination of a number of factors uh, i think it is geographically uh, a question as well like up north everybody skate well, when i say up north i'm talking about living in the states sure everybody skates at some point so there's there's that aspect but i think the next factor is just the cost of the equipment honestly yeah um because it's it's not cheap. It's very very costly. Gretzky just put out an article about that not too long ago in the Canadian Times, I think. So saying yeah. what? What do you mean? Uh, well, he was saying that when he was a kid, his dad would go and buy him two wooden sticks for three bucks at the gas station store, and now you can to buy two sticks that are game worthy. You're spending six hundred dollars. See, that's incredible, yeah. and that's not including the skates, the right. pads, right? Helmet. Yep. It's all got to be, like, literally, yep. you've got to basically be slammed by a 100-kilogram person into a, a board on the side of an ice rink because literally that will happen. Yeah, it will happen. <laughs> I mean, it's in the. it was actually more cost-effective for me to put my gear on a boat and ship it over here versus replacing it all when I got here. That's how... Wow. Yeah. So um, <laughs> my, my player gear, my, uh, my goalie gear, all on a boat to get over here because when I did the cost analysis, it was cheaper. Yeah. Now, I've heard as well that... Uh, Contrary to what I think people would naturally assume that really the goalie of an ice hockey team kind of has to be the fittest, the strongest and the most on board player the whole game. Pretty yeah, much. because they can see the entire game almost the entire time. Like there's occasionally stuff that happens behind them, but much like a catcher in baseball and I'm not sure what the um, equivalent is in cricket, but where you can see the entire yeah. field so they know what's happening. When I, when I skate out, I can't tell what's going on. Like I know my role, but when I'm in net, I can see the entire game and say, oh, we're collapsing too far here, not far enough there. And um, yeah, you're right. You have to be in shape to go down, get up, side to side, back and forth. It's really, 
really tough. And Tess, the fitness levels for everyone, it must be extreme. How much training do you have to do both on the ice and off? Uh, yeah, it definitely is a key component of the game because um, anyone who just goes out and skates, you know, at the rink, which I'd encourage you to go and do, you'll find quickly that you'll get pretty tired yeah. pretty fast. And so it's, but it's a sort of a different fitness compared to like your footies or um, rugby and stuff. It, it's a lot about the really high intensity burst of energy and then being able to recover quite quickly. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, it's really hard to mimic the skating action off the ice and training for that particular type of fatigue so a lot of us um, like me personally I work out quite a lot I'm in the gym um, three times a week doing strength and weight stuff on top of that like cardio sessions we do a lot of rowing and biking to try and get those same legs going and then even just fitness when we're on the ice so skating lines and um, mimicking those really high intensity burst of energy and then being able to recover because you really would need the upper body strength as well as the lower body strength and um what is it cardio fitness yeah Yeah. Uh, all of that everything that's right and that's one thing that's always uh i've loved about the sport it is it's a complete game like you can't just be you know leg strong for soccer so you know you look at some of the best soccer players they don't have any upper body strength um or you know all the cyclists they're they're all legs but but ice hockey you definitely need to have the upper body to score your goals to be strong in the park the lower body to get those legs moving and get you down the ice so it's it's really important to have that overall overall fitness yeah now uh tess with the inception of the um nwhl which has happened in the u.s now in their second season this is the first time ever that there's been a paid women's league in a market where if in so you got the male league the nhl in the u.s where even a rookie player is paid three quarters of a million dollars a year to play we're seeing i think i mean i'll let i'd love to hear what you think about this because we're seeing a shift, a very slow shift that's happening at elite sport level around the world, not just in sort of the US, but also in Australia with cr- uh, cricket and football as well now starting to happen. It's very slow. I guess it's encouraging. I mean, but it must be infuriating as well, the fact of going, really, have we gone this slowly with mm. gender equality when it comes to sport? Yeah, it's really hard. And please correct me if I'm wrong, but I believe last year the highest paid player for the women in that NWI was Hillary Knight and she received 20 grand for that season. Mm. Well, I thought it was 30, but oh, yeah, okay, yeah, but yeah, still, like, go, yeah. I think Kelly Stack from the Connecticut Wild oh. playing who's yes. also one of the sort of the star forwards on the US team was getting a, a big 25 or 30 I think yeah. you're right okay. there seven. So and, and it is with, higher okay yeah, yeah. Let, let's call it but they get they do generous. get the gear I mean that's the yeah. other part that's a huge that's a yeah. huge part yeah um and so that's definitely, even though it's amazing and it's fantastic that they are starting that coverage and there is that little bit of money being thrown around. But I know growing up and speaking to a lot of my international friends, once they finish that college hockey, the incentive is not to stay in the sport because unfortunately um, that's not a sustainable job. You, you need another career to, to support yourself yeah. and to stay unless you're one of those handful of players that do have a Nike sponsorship, do have Red Bull, because they, they are very supportive of the women, yeah. but of that select few. So I know me personally, as much as I would love it um, to be an athlete as my sole career, I just can't. And it's a bit sad that in the short-term future, that's not going to change for a lot of women. As you say, yeah. it is definitely getting there, and it's very encouraging. And say so the last Olympics, there was 
I would say, you know, almost even more coverage of the women's sport in general. It was it was very good to see that um, Seven showed, like, the women's rugby sevens. You know, they did amazingly and all that. But I still feel like there is a lot of work that could be done and needs to be done. So the first games are coming up this coming weekend, the 12th and 13th of November. More details coming up in just a sec. We've also got music from uh, Niall Horan, Family Force 5, and heaps more. But right now, this is the brand new from Beck Runga. Awesome song list check it out uh you're listening to rhd 1079 life brand new from beck runga there close your eyes you're listening to rhd 1079 live james here with you i'm joined by tess and seven from the adelaide rush ice hockey team here to talk about the games coming up this weekend first home games for the season melbourne guys yes melbourne tell me about melbourne um it's always a really tough battle i mean i think that just classic adelaide melbourne rivalry lives strong but i mean we we also you know a lot of the girls know each other so i think that also adds to it and makes it that much better Uh. um but yeah definitely gonna be a tough weekend and always good to to play them at home so now they've won the national trophy at the end of the year how many times in a row now is it three i believe it's up to four maybe Uh, even five oh what no at least i'm gonna say at least four yeah that's that's pretty hardcore it is it is what's the what's the secret to them doing so well consistently over this time they just consistently have a good core of players that have been with that team for a very long time. And yeah. they do have a lot of skill and depth um, on their lineup. So, I mean, that was the thing I think when, um, I mean, Adrenaline really did, the Adelaide team did dominate for quite a number of years, but that probably does have something to do with the changing generations. You see that with any um, sporting team. And it was at that time, I think that all those players, uh, really strong players were really kind of at the peak of their powers in a lot of ways, wasn't it? Yes, I would agree with that. And I think if you look at the team it's slightly changing now but we still are an older team sort of mid-20s and and on we don't have a lot of juniors coming through so that makes it a little hard and and when you look at some of the greats these candace all those girls um they were on that team for sort of 10 12 years um so it's that little bit of a changing of the guard now Yeah. yeah now tessa you've played now all over what do you reckon so far has really been sort of like a highlight for you of international hockey keeping in mind that you have played for the Australian national team yes and you did last year walk away with something very shiny yeah so uh, this year <laughs> earlier we um, won the division 2B world women's world champs oh that was this say. year that was this year oh wow yeah. far yeah. out yeah Time I mean flies. it feels like last year sorry in November but so that was that was amazing but um, the game where we clinched our spot to then play for gold we played the host station Spain and it was in front of a sellout crowd there so it was about three and a half thousand people and to me that night we just that would stick with me forever just so special to one actually play in front of a big crowd and to watch how the team played and the girls played was just was amazing Seven how does playing in somewhere like the US playing and elsewhere around the world how does it differ in your experience I think the cool thing about hockey is that it doesn't. It does because I might not understand what the ref is saying to me or when I played in Sweden, (laughs) my coach couldn't speak much English. So that was very interesting. But um, I think there's just a common language of hockey and that's really, really cool. Some of the styles of games or or style of play rather is a little different. Like the Swedes like to pass more, more finesse, whereas uh, North Americans like to rough and tumble, I think. Even even at the um, women's level, I've noticed that, yes, I've 
only played two games in this league now, but it was a lot cleaner than um, our league in the States that I played in. I played in the Mid-Atlantic and the Michigan Women's Hockey Leagues. And When you say cleaner, what do you mean? Uh, there's not as much body contact. Even okay. though it's a non-checking league, the onus to go get the puck like i feel like women here actually go get the puck whereas i might get the puck and take you out on the way because i say because i mean if you're in my way i'm gonna you know so it's a different style of play so that's one thing that's different but it's a common language of hockey and the love of hockey and i think uh one of the things when my coach is back he he's a scout for the devils um back in the states like we we agree that the thing that sets hockey apart from any other sport is the locker room because there's a camaraderie that builds amongst the teammates that you don't get in other sports because if you play baseball or you play soccer you can get your kid on before you get to the field whereas hockey mm. you you're getting ready in the room even if you're like a little midget and you're putting your everything on and except for your skates even your skates you're putting on in the locker room yeah so that i think that's really interesting yeah that's definitely mm. a difference in hockey that i absolutely love now a uh, passion that you guys both share in addition to hockey is definitely Netflix style sci-fi <laughs> political and crime drama yes. something that I have to also admit I'm a huge fan of as well so what I'd love to do now if it's okay is I want and I know that you're both incredibly competitive so this will help <laughs> So what we're going to do, this is what we're going to do. So what I have done is I have grabbed a whole stack of these kinds of TV show themes. What's going to happen is I'm going to start playing these theme songs. As soon as you have it, you have to yell out your name and say what it is. All right. Okay. okay. And it has to, you can't just yell out your name and not know it just to sort of like <laughs> place mark some time. You've got to have the answer before you do. Right. I will... I wonder if I'll squalify, but I'll penalise in okay, some way. Okay, yeah. okay. Penalise some points. So first, uh, best of five, first to three. Okay. okay. All right. Pressure's on. So oh. what am I going to start with? Should I start with something easy or start with something a little harder? What do you reckon? I'm not really sure what, what I, to expect. So, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. How about something American? Uh, there could be some of those. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm Definitely. Not sure there's any good Australian okay. sci-fi's I, out there? I did one like we did Law and Order before, just to quickly yep. test it. Way too easy. Okay, let's try. Okay, we'll go. We'll go for something mid first. All right. The animal test. Uh, the animal. Oh my goodness. Oh. I watched too much. That is definitely yeah, Orange is the New Black. Okay, because Tess took the, <laughs> I was going to say that was a dead heat, but you took the, the chance to jump in ahead yep. of everyone else. So I am going like, to give that one to you, She said her Tess. full name, so I, I was just at the Did you say your full name? Did you? Well, she said Tess, and yeah, I was just- that's all I've got. Yeah. Like, is that all you got? Okay, so that's that's very good sportsmanship of you to do that. So that's Tess one up. Okay, I'm too competitive way I too quick. To you. All right. Yeah, that's fine. That's why that's why you play center and I don't. Okay, <laughs> okay so Tess one seven zero at this particular point okay let's try something else here we go Tess yep is oh actually no I was gonna say it's daredevil but I don't think it is oh no free shot oh, seven no. there are gonna be people who are in their cars at home oh, yelling yeah, I- at the radio <laughs> I'll give you a bit longer you get a free shot all now. right all right, right here let's we go. hear it oh yes I know what this is <laughs> It's the best show ever. No. Seven, this is not doing anything for you at all. Nah. It's Westworld. Never heard of it. 
Is it not? It is not. Oh, I not. don't believe it. That is the theme song of Game of Thrones. I can't believe oh, you didn't get it. I don't want... I, Wait, didn't oh, we, you haven't we seen have, it? No, I've I had a conversation seen, I've never seen an weekend. episode of Game of Thrones. But that, does that not sound like the start of Westworld? Have you I haven't Westworld? seen it yet, oh. no, no, no. But I'm very keen. There was a conversation keen. over yeah. the weekend. Like, we were all talking... Well, not all of us, but many yeah. of us were like, we've never seen an episode of Game of Thrones. That's really embarrassing. I'm sorry. That None is full on. Okay, I'm not going to risk you guys not getting this one next. Okay. So I'm going to have to pull out something a bit similar. So it's 1-0 to Tess. Good thing I've got a couple up my sleeve that I didn't need, <laughs> thinking that was going to be the obvious one. Okay, oh, here God. we go. Uh, let's try this one. Tess. Oh, I reckon I reckon you got in there first. Okay, seven. Oh, no, oh, don't do this. No, no, I know it. I know it. I know it. Um, um... I can't penalise you if you've got no points. Oh, <laughs> but I know it. I know it. I just can't. Like, it's on my tongue. I'm going to have to give this to you Go one ahead, to you, Tess. Tess. You're a wizard, Harry. Uh, oh, yes, there it's it is. Harry Potter. Two, two zero. You only yes. need one more, Tess, yeah. to do the conversion. Oh, okay. Okay. I just watched the Harry Potter film like yesterday. <laughs> okay. Now, I feel bad that this okay. is the one I'm now going to pull out oh, next. No. Uh-oh. Here we go. Tess. <laughs> that was so fast. It's Stranger Things. Yes, it is. <laughs> I've seen one episode of Stranger Things oh, so far. Okay. No, yeah. Oh, we might have to. So that's 3 1. Yeah. We might, we're going to have no, to go a bit nil. further. It's 3 0. Th- no, sorry, 3 0. So I'm yeah. going to, I need, I need at least, I need you to get at least one. Uh, okay, 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 okay. I got let's, Law and Order earlier. Let's try it. You did get Law and Order <laughs> earlier. It's a shame yeah. we weren't playing. Okay, here's another one. Let's try this one. Just because I'm desperate to see you get something seven oh, if you can. Let's see. But don't not jump in, Tess, if you don't know it. Oh, Tess. Seven. House of Cards. Very yes. good. There you go. Hey, look, that's right up your alley. That's right up your alley. It's a little scary how accurate that show is. It's yeah. really good, yeah. yeah I definitely seriously. want to be majority whip. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's some some of the things that happen, I'm just like, oh, yeah. Okay. Well, Tess, I'm seriously, you have nerded out basically. But this has also got a little bit to do with kind of the sort of areas in which you guys study in, because you are you're an anthropologist by by training and trade. Yeah. Seven. However, Tess, when I read your um, bio when I was going through that I looked at it and went you're this is is this a joke are you having me on but you actually legitimately do have two degrees in something that most people wouldn't even think about yeah so I've got a bachelor's and honors degree in astrophysics <laughs> and I'm very close to submitting my PhD in physics where I've um, been focusing on playing with lasers is is the easiest way to put it probably nerd yeah, ultimate nerd, ultimate nerd. You just witnessed it here, guys. An anthropologist <laughs> just called someone who does astrophysics a nerd. <laughs> you won't get that on any other radio station except maybe radio. No, you- I don't think on Radio National you'd even get They don't really insult each other very much there as a, as a general rule. we got lots more coming up. We're going to be hearing music from Martin Garrix, Niall Horan and Family Force 5. But right now, this is the brand new from Lindsay Sterling, Rivers Como and Lecrae. You're listening to RHD 107.9 Life. That's Martin Garrix and Bebe Rexa. You're listening to RHD 107.9 Live. James here with you. I'm joined by Tess and Seven from the Adelaide Rush Ice Hockey. It's been fantastic having you on, guys. I just want to have a bit of a chat about this thing called Movember. Uh, We're also having a bit of a chat about it off air just before. This thing called the Movember Foundation, which is something that's really come to prominence. And I I became really aware of it, I think. I was watching The Project the other night and uh, Kurt Pengelly came on. And I'd never seen Kurt Pengelly without a full beard before or that sort of you know that sort of uh, you know uh, Clark Gable moustache he always has because he's talking about 
Movember. I didn't realise the time had come up so quickly because I remember from it last time. And talking about it, not just in terms of men's health, but men's mental health and the fact that uh, around the world, 510,000 men die from suicide each year, which is one every minute. Now, this foundation is funding research and services to help men and boys stay mentally healthy. Now, depression is a very real and a very insidious thing. You know, it's something that we don't really readily discuss. So what I have done is for the first time in 10 years, I have shaved my beard off. If you jump onto our Facebook page, you can actually see the results of that. Believe me, everyone I know (laughs) double took me. In fact, it was really great fun on Monday that when I sort of came back into work and people walked past me and they're like, hey, James, and I'm like, hi. And they look at me like going, oh, what's different? And then to say to them, you look different. Has something changed with you? It really does mess with people when they go, oh, what, huh? I was just about to say that to you. But uh, so I'm starting. I've got, I'm now, you guys can see I'm now, I'm three days in at the moment. So uh, it'll be it'll be a full handlebar by the end of the week. Which is amazing, yeah. <laughs> That's just the speed at which it grows. But um, I've got a campaign going, uh, raising money. It all goes straight to the foundation. And the aim is to actually reduce male suicides by 25% by the year 2030, which is a big task but something that they're really wanting to take on and really pitch towards so please jump onto our facebook look for hd radio you can click onto my link if you can just donate just a little bit just to go towards it that would be absolutely fantastic we're gonna be chatting a bit more about the adelaide rush weekend in just a second but right now this is the brand new from niall horan you are listening to hd 107.9 life that's Niall Horan. You're listening to RHD 107.9 Life. That's almost time for us. Uh, special guests today have been Seven and Tess from the Adelaide Rush ice hockey team. Thanks so much for coming in today, guys. It's been great fun having you here. Um, can you just give us one last push, uh, Tess, uh, about the games this weekend, when they are, where they are, and what people can expect to see? Yeah, so we have our first home games versus the Melbourne Ice um, on the 12th, 13th of November, 4.30 on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday, um, and you'll be in for a very good show. It's always a great rivalry between us and Melbourne. There'll be lots of action, lots of hitting. No, not so much hitting. <laughs> Only joking, just trying to get you in the door. Um, <laughs> there'll be lots of skill on display, um, and it'll just be really great to have a big home crowd to kick off our new season and go the Adelaide Rush. And tickets are only $13 per day or $20 for both days. Correct. Uh, Correct. So it's going to be absolutely fantastic. Fantastic. And in that stand, when it really goes off, the atmosphere is amazing. Like, seriously, better. Like, having gone to, like, a lot of Adelaide United games and a lot of other things, I would still say that that atmosphere, because you're all really close together. And, I mean, seriously, on an Adelaide game, everyone is for Adelaide. So, it's, like, this great atmosphere and really, really awesome. So, um, I'll be there. We'll have some reporters there as well reporting on the game. And uh, people who listen to RHD in subsequent weeks will be able to hear reports of the game as well. So, thank you so much for coming in, guys. And uh, we'll see you on the weekend. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you. We are here every Wednesday night from 9, every Saturday night from 10. Stay tuned to 107.9 Live for more of your music, and we'll see you again in a couple of days. Bye. Adios. (laughs) 